This is David Freeman. I'm the Chief Clinical Officer at Community Connections in Washington, D.C., and this is another episode of Essential Connections, Tips and Techniques for Case Managers. Today's topic is collaborative mindfulness. It's important to make your pitch for the practice of mindfulness, as some people don't know much about it. Mindfulness can promote well-being and improve problem-solving. It can sponsor health and healing, improve concentration, and reduce anxiety and depression. It can help people take care of themselves and relate better to loved ones. Mindfulness can help with self-soothing and emotional modulation. It can help with self-awareness and impulse control. It can help with pain, sleep, and stress. You can find dozens of good mindfulness and guided imagery scripts online. Find a few. Find a few generic scripts. Get familiar by reading through a few times. Importantly, you'll want to approach mindfulness practice in a collaborative manner, and this means you'll need to modify that standard script in a few ways. First, personalize the script. To do this well, find out what your client likes. What does the client do for relaxation, for fun? Are there favorite tastes and smells? Are there favorite places? Does the person have heroes, mentors, or guides? As you modify a script, do so in collaboration with the client, with the client's language, and include these personal references, memories, and experiences. Second, it's probably best to avoid safe place imagery. Many of our clients don't have a reliable safe space. It's better to to, uh, refer to places where people feel strong and powerful. Third, initial mindfulness experiences should be brief, so the script only needs to be about a half page. Proofread the personalized script that you develop with the client. Does it reference the experiences and memories in a respectful way? Do they like, do they like the language? Once you have a script, ask the client if they want to hear it in your voice or their own. And this is my fourth pointer. Some people find their own voice soothing. Some will prefer yours. Either way, you can make an audio recording of the script so they can use it in between sessions. Number five, all mindfulness practice starts with some kind of an induction. Attention to the breath, counting backward from 10, an invitation to relaxation. Give the person the choice of whether or not to close their eyes during the practice. Some people like to keep an eye on things. Six, when you finish the mindfulness exercise, Come back into everyday life in a deliberate and gentle way. Always review the experience with people after it's over. Invite people to talk about what they experienced, what they felt. Allow time and space for this discussion. The process of relaxation can unleash some powerful experiences and memories. You want to take the time to talk them over so that people feel supported and cared for. I'd like to share with you a difficult experience as a cautionary tale. Years ago, during a mindfulness induction, I used the image of a warm light hovering overhead, bathing the client in a sense of peace and comfort. Afterwards, she was deeply shaken. The image of a warm light 
reminded her of when she tried to kill herself and her daughter. She had taped all the windows shut in her apartment and turned on the gas. Her last image before losing consciousness was of a warm light drifting toward her. She was saved by neighbors who smelled the gas and called for help and by police who broke down the door. She and the baby were okay, but the experience was never forgotten. My imagery had unexpectedly triggered this memory in her, and she needed time to talk it over before going out into the world. By using the collaborative approach I've described, you should protect yourself against these surprises, but still be aware that the intervention is powerful and should be treated with great respect. Always take the time to check in with people in a gentle and thorough way after a mindfulness practice.